The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. We're going to be talking about Pinterest off the top of the show today. You probably all know about Pinterest. If your brand's not already out there on Pinterest, you probably should be. An article from Engage Moms, one of my go-to sources, by Belita Carrico, she is the founder of ModernMom.com. She had a little article on a guide to Pinterest in moms, and I thought it was pretty interesting. I wanted to share it with you today. You know, Pinterest, I like to call it scrapbooking. It's like a virtual scrapbook. So it's really no surprise that the majority of people on Pinterest are women. We know women are rabid scrapbookers. Well, according to Lolita, the Pinterest growth has been well over 7 million unique visitors per month. Isn't that crazy? 7 million unique visitors per month. Again, like I said, if your brand's not on there, you might want to be. There has been some dramatic referral traffic to retailers. It's up 38%. Excuse me, take that back. 389% over the last six months is the referral traffic to retailers, which is just insane. Uh, we know retailers love Pinterest. We know blogs love Pinterest. Uh, you know, really when it comes down to it, it's a pin board, and, and you have the opportunity to pin up those images, those things that you really like, that you're passionate about, and you can share those. You can follow other people who have the same passions. And, you know, it's just really crazy the, the way this has caught on. Moms are using Pinterest in a number of ways. They like to organize and learn about a variety of things from parenting to fashion to design to cooking. Like I said, they're following friends and they're finding other pinners who have similar interests to them. They're also following brands. Just like I mentioned, retailers like Nordstrom and West Elm have um, garnered a lot of people following them on Pinterest. Lolita is especially thinking that Oric does a great job. Food Network's uh, Pinterest boards have been getting a ton of traffic. Mod Cloth and Whole Foods are the ones that she calls out. So something that you just may want to keep in mind, if you haven't checked it out, you most certainly need to check it out. It's well worth your time. 
Um, we know a lot of people go online to do research before they go shopping, and Pinterest has become certainly one of those go-to places for that kind of research. Well, our first profile today is all about the shopper. It's the Kate, the Kate Spade shopper. She's a woman, 35 years old, uh, mom of three, typically married, household income of more than 60K. There's more than 600,000 of these women out there in the United States. Um, they're employed part-time. Um, and you know what? They're really focused on fashion. So they're probably on Pinterest, I would imagine. Uh, magazines help determine the clothes that they wear. Following others um, that they admire also is a big indicator for them. They do like to be unique and stand out in the crowd. Uh, not only do their clothes express their personality, but they say their car does too. Um, they're optimistic about life, and they experience um, a lot of different things, and in fact, even call themselves experience seekers. They love novelty and change, and they love to indulge their kids with those little extras that maybe they didn't have. So when it comes to retail, where are they shopping? Well, they're at Macy's, Kohl's, Nordstrom, Old Navy, um, Pottery Barn, and The Gap. They're driving Volkswagen, Toyotas, and Chrysler's. Um, when they're wearing Kate Spade, of course, um, and Calvin Klein and Victoria's Secret. So where can you intersect with these ladies? Well, like I said, they're looking a lot of fashion magazines. So Cosmo's a big one, Vanity Fair, um, Marie Claire, Glamour, In Style. They're also checking out parenting magazines like Parenting and, and Good Old People magazine. Uh, they're online at, uh, well, of course, eBay, checking out some deals, iVillage, um, as well as, as Facebook. Um, I'm going to be talking to a guy today who knows a lot about women, but for the first part of his life admitted that maybe he didn't know as much. In fact, he calls himself a reformed sinner. Tom Jordan is the former chairman and chief creative officer at HY Connect in Milwaukee. He left his position late last year to pursue his passions around marketing to women. And in fact, he co-authored a book with Amanda Stevens, who was right here on Purse Strings earlier in the month. The book, as you may recall, is called Purse Strings, New Proven Ways of Reaching the Hearts and Minds of Female Consumers. We're going to be talking to Tom about what changed his mind about marketing to women and what he sees as the opportunities for those marketers who are seeking to connect with her in authentic ways. More with Tom Jordan when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa. You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language. Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. 
the Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit imninjas.com. The ninjas are coming. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, welcome back to First Dreams. Joining me today is Tom Jordan, former chairman and chief creative officer at HY Connect in Milwaukee. And I just said at the top of the show, he left a position late last year to really focus on marketing to women. Uh, Tom co-authored a book with Amanda Stevens right here on, um, well, who was right here on First Strings, gosh, just a few weeks ago, I think, Tom. Uh, I'm so excited to have you on the program. Well, thank you very much. Happy to be here. Yeah, well, you know, Amanda was so cute. She she teed up our conversation by by telling me that you call yourself a reformed sinner, uh, a former ad exec who's allegedly seen the light and understands the value of marketing to women. Do you believe that's actually a true interpretation? I think, unfortunately, that's a very true interpretation because I was <laughs> bad. I was pretty bad. I'll give you a quick example. Uh, back in the day, a lot of guys, we were influenced by winning international creative awards, and we thought we were just above the law. We could do anything we wanted. And I won Best of Show for Outdoor Advertising for Qingdao Beer, and the ceremony was in New York, and I took a beer with me up to the podium, offered gumbay, and just drank the whole beer in front of everybody. The crowd went wild. Of course, it was all guys. <laughs> of course. That sounds course. like the quintessential ad guy, for sure. Oh. I mean, I work at an ad agency. I totally get it. There aren't many women around, even today. So I'm kind of surprised that you saw the light. What What do you think did it for you to, to make you see the light, so to speak? A friend introduced me to a woman, I'm sure you know, Marty Barletta. Oh, And yeah. I've had long, long conversations with her, and I read her book, and I'd go over to her house, and we'd sit and talk, and little by little, the lights started going on, going, ooh, I did that? Oh, I can't believe I did that. And I started realizing that uh, it's kind of a closed world with guys trying to impress other guys. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the buying power of women, and yet over 70% of all advertising is created by men. So there's a complete disconnect, which explains the other uh, statistic, that over 90% of women surveyed felt marketers don't understand them. And it just continues and continues because it's a lot of women are just very polite and they they don't speak up and guys think what they're doing is fine and it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a huge miss, isn't it? And, and I think you're you hit the nail on the head. You've got you've got advertising for women made by men who probably think they get women, but they're not surrounded by enough women to know that they don't really get it. <laughs> and well, well, a and lot they of, wonder why it's not connecting. I think a lot of guys, they don't do it to be mean. They're just clueless. 
totally clueless. I'll give you mm-hmm. an example. Years ago, I was working for the Aurora Women's Pavilion, brand new concept in healthcare, a hospital designed just for women and women's needs. And I was the only man involved in this project for the marketing. And we're going around the table, and they're asking questions why you think it's important. It came to me, and I said, oh, the convenience factor is huge because you don't even have to set up an appointment. Let's say you're out shopping, and you want to squeeze in a mammogram. And they all gasped. They looked at me, and they said, you don't use the word squeeze with mammogram. <laughs> right, exactly. Totally clueless. Yeah, exactly. And so, I, I, tried, I, mean, I try to tell people I'm not a, a, an expert. I'm a champion because I feel like I'm pledging a sorority I could never join. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, well, it's okay to be affiliated with the sorority, though. And as long as you have an yeah. appreciation, we'll let we'll let you in. Good. <laughs> For sure. Um, you know, you mentioned the number of, of male creatives, and it's true. It's still dominated by men. I think there's only, what, 3% of creatives out there are women. Um, and it is. it does make it challenging. I'm not going to say it's necessarily impossible. I'm going to say it makes it challenging to create advertising that resonates with women. What do you feel needs to be happening on the agency side to balance the creative approach? I mean, we're not going to suddenly turn that 3% into 50% overnight, but are there things that could be done on the agency side to at least yes. try to balance it out to get a little bit more sensitive about it? I think, and this is going to sound radical coming from a, a creative director, I think there needs to be stronger client influence. It's their money. It's their product. And they know they have access to all this information, too. How this stuff is getting through, and, and, and I don't know if it's shoved down our throat or what, but it's just wrong. And the reason most of this stuff doesn't resonate with women is because Guys want to do something that's cool or edgy, and that's exactly the opposite a lot of times of what's going to uh, have a woman appreciate what she, what she sees advertised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I know what's interesting, I think, to your point about having more client influence is, I mean, one of the things that that we found over and over again, a lot of the clients are still male. Yeah. So you've got male ad execs, and you've got clients who are male, and then you don't really have that diversity in the room. How often do you end up seeing that? No, and it's just like you watch the Super Bowl commercials, and it's like everybody wanted bragging rights at the country club that said, who had the wackiest, funniest commercial? Yet, here's, you have 50% of the audience is female, and the only time in the world that the woman is staring at the commercials intently, and you want to tell a joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think ad agencies um, aren't getting about women that you feel they absolutely need to be getting about women? Maria, I don't think they want to get it. I think, just like me, once the light went on, there's no going back. I can't suddenly be doing ads that are winning a can again because what would appeal to a woman wouldn't appeal to the judges. The judges at all these shows are 98% men and the hippest, coolest men in the world. And it doesn't stand a chance with them because they don't get it, you're saying? No, not at all. It's a vicious circle because creatives get into this business because they want to do cool, crazy stuff. That's why you get into uh, an advertising agency. And then if you find out you have to do something responsible, like sell something, it's counter to, to what a lot of the creative people, why they got into this business. Yeah. And it's the dirty little secret totally. that a lot of people won't admit 
But, you know, I think those of us on the marketing to women's side of the world, and I'm sure Marty probably told you this, among many, many other things when you sit down with her over the course of your discussions, but we've heard it said that if you design messages to reach women, they won't turn men off, and in fact, you'll end up making men very happy too. Do you feel that's true? Are you finding that that's in fact the case? Oh, absolutely. I, I think it's absolutely the case. Uh, Amanda did some research on this, and it's, it's like she always says, the women just have a longer list of things to satisfy them. The men are very, very simple to please. But if you satisfy that longer list, their list isn't covered as well. It's not easy to advertise to women successfully. It takes a lot of effort. You can't do it with just a quick joke. It, it has to be very well thought out. But absolutely, yeah, yeah. if you reach women, you're going to reach men. But companies, despite the fact that we can state that over and over again, and probably even, I mean, we absolutely can show proof that that happens and is effective, companies are still really hesitant to kind of go for that. And I think, in, indeed, marketing to women in itself can be a really hard sell to companies and their marketing teams, in, in large part because oftentimes we're talking to men. So right. what in your, as your point of view, Tom, do you think, can we do as marketers inside our own companies and those working on behalf of our partners, for example, if we're an ad agency, to make it a little bit easier to sell in marketing to women? I think the challenge here is you need open-minded people because you're going to have to have someone raise their hand and say, you know those millions that we spent the last three years? We really wasted it. We didn't, we didn't do it correctly. And most people aren't willing to, to admit to a mistake like that, even if they made it. So the hard part is you've got, I think you have to get people with an open mind and in a situation where they could say, let's try something different this time. I'm not saying we were wrong. Let's just try something different and let's, let's have an appeal to women and see how we do. And I think, do you think in this day and age when budgets are smaller, companies are more risk averse, that, that that's going to be enough to convince them? I mean, or are there... Are there other things that we need to, to make sure that we're proving out before we can really convince them to take a try? The irony here is for someone to say they're risk-averse when they're not talking to the people who buy 85% of the products, <laughs> that's kind of an oxymoron. I mean, uh, risk-averse, it you're, you're, it's the biggest risk in the world is you're ignoring your audience. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yet they have all these large research firms working for them, right, and targeting firms that tell them who their target is and where they can be reached and what messages resonate with them. And yet what ends up being on the air or in print or, you know, somewhere else doesn't end up resonating. I am curious if you feel like paid advertising, and when I say paid advertising for those listening today who don't understand, that would be, you know, a print ad, a TV spot, a banner ad. Do you feel like that's still the effective, the most effective tool for communicating with women, or do you feel like that maybe other mediums have taken, um, kind of taken that rightful place that TV used to dominate? I'm thinking more like social channels. Well, social is huge, and social is, is here to stay, and it definitely, definitely is a big, big influence. But a lot of the brands, what they're trying to do is get a following with women to make them advocates for the brand. Um, that comes with trial of the product. It doesn't come with just being on um, the Internet. And I still think that network television is the fastest way to get trial, to have people say, I think I should try that. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I think that um, referral and recommendation is the way to a woman's heart, right? I mean, I think we've become even more that way as we kind of trained ourselves to go online and check out reviews. We talk to friends. We talk to families. We want to get their point of view. So I tend to agree that whatever's going to um, be a, a point of reference is kind of the way we're going to go. And I think sometimes TV can be, still be good to captivate our attention, right? but maybe not drive to purchase. Would you agree? Now, the, per- the purchase today is, is totally uh, friends and family referring and people that you trust and websites that you respect or people that you Facebook that, that will tell you, try this, I think it's fantastic, or whatever you do, stay away from it. And, and that's what's going to influence yeah. women. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break when we come back. I do want to talk a little bit about uh, the book and what you think the top three things that readers should be taking away from your book. More from Tom Jordan when we return after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. First Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. about do we need to call an exterminator no sir moby mantis is our new sms marketing tool sm what sms text messaging moby mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time we can send promos coupons it even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online it's been great for business hmm sounds expensive actually i sign us up for an extended free trial it hasn't cost us a dime good work johnson i guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition to get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of Internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. Road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Strings is back with the inside track on today's woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back to Purse Strings. I've been chatting with Tom Jordan. He's the co-author of Purse Strings, New Proven Ways of Reaching the Hearts and Minds of Female Consumers. He wrote that book with Amanda Stevens, who's been on the show just here a few weeks ago. And 
We've been talking today about um, Tom's kind of checkered past as a former ag guy who got smart, saw the light, realized that because women make more than 80% of all consumer purchases out there, that guess what? You need to be making ads that resonate with those women. And that can be challenging for a lot of different reasons. We've been exploring that today. But, you know, I want to um, get to your book. And Amanda and I had a really good conversation, really focused on the book. What are the three top things you hope readers take away from your book if they take nothing else away from the book? Well, the first thing they should take away is that Amanda Stevens is brilliant. Let's start with that. Uh, the the uh, book idea was her idea. She asked me to, to uh, work on it with her, and I was uh, so happy to do that. But the three things I think um, in the book, clearly, men and women are different, and that's been scientifically proven, and that's okay. We're all equal, but there are differences in our, the way our brains operate, the way we think, and uh, our emotions. Second thing, that we did the segmentation study, and women are different from each other. And I think people want to just lump women in one category, and you can't. Their lifestyles change along the way, and they think differently, and what motivates them is different. But the third thing is any marketer that embraces the first two is going to make a lot of money because a lot of people are ignoring these principles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and blatantly ignoring them. And you're right. I think we as women, uh, we we notice it when there's good, good, strong, authentic messaging reaching us. And I think it right. definitely resonates with us. And we react positively to that, for sure. So we know it when we see it, right? And it's just a matter of um, we don't see it very often. <laughs> so it is startling, I think, when we see it. What do you think? companies should be considering in their messages to women? Do you think that there are some just hard and fast rules of how to connect with women through messaging? Well, there's uh, several things. First of what we say is uh, no no one false note. Don't do anything that's going to turn a woman off because you can lose her with just one bad word, one bad scene, something that she doesn't like. The other thing is not enough people incorporate humanity. Uh, we know from studies that women, uh, as little girls, little babies, they respond more to the human face. And we took some ads in, during the back of the book where we had the ad just the way it ran, and then we added humanity. And two things happened. Likeability went way up, and so did intent to purchase, which is that one little change. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think humanity is something that's missing in general, and I think it's... Um it's something that, again, we know it when we see it, and it really resonates, and it can still win awards. I know you said that making creative um, that resonate with women may not necessarily win awards anymore, and I, I'd say I'm hopeful that in the future we can turn that around and we'll see more and more creative. I feel like I, even as I watch TV with my critical eye that I often do, I'm finding more spots that can to resonate. Our agency actually puts out Subaru ads, and I feel like those ads tend to have a lot of emotion in them, a lot of oh, yeah. in them. And as a woman, I connect with it. As a man, I think you may connect with it. I know others have connected with it, and it's won some awards. So I'm, I'm thinking, you know, surely there's hope out there for ad agencies to put out great work um, that can actually get people to, to consider purchase and buy without, you know, without um, being inauthentic in their approach. Right. We'll see. 
We'll see. Well, we're going to run out of time, but before we leave, I do want to talk about your music. I was reading your bio, and I saw that you're, besides being, you know, a creative mind that you are, that you're also a songwriter. You've even worked with Ray Charles, and you've won an award for your songwriting work. Tell us a little bit about that. You're a a very multi-layered man there. Tom. Well, I'm I'm not a musician. If anything, if you saw me with a guitar, it looks like a monkey with a machine gun. <laughs> Something's happening, but it's not all good. But mostly I write the lyrics, and then I team up with different people, uh, and they work with me. And, yeah, we've done a lot of original songs, and Ray Charles did one for us. It was for the Wisconsin Lottery. He did one for the Virginia, uh, Georgia Lottery. George's on my mind. I said, I don't think that song's going to work here. So we wrote one uh, <laughs> called... You don't have to play to win, and uh, he did a great job. Oh, too fun. Very fun. Well, I wish you the best of luck with the book. Uh, again, for people listening today, it's Purse Strings, New Proven Ways of Reaching the Hearts and Minds of Female Consumers. Also, wish you well in your continued effort to uh, turn advertising agencies around and make them uh, connect more with women and the work that you do with clients. So thank you for all of that. Wish you well with that and hopefully get an opportunity to see you at a Marketing to Women conference in the near future. Oh, I look forward to that, Maria. Uh, and everyone, you can, uh, of course, purchase that book on Amazon and at a bookstore near you, so you're going to want to definitely do that. Thanks to Tom and thanks to George for another great show today. Join me right here for another edition of First Strings next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. 